Hello and welcome to Launching the Pilot with your hosts Brian and Minx. Nancy Drew, the mystery of Pirate's Cove. Hello, welcome to Launching the Pilot, episode one, now 271. And this time we're doing the, the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew Mystics, we've already done this, surely. Three seasons, 1977 to 1979, 46 episodes. Yeah, I seem to remember doing this very recently. <sighs> the mystery of the haunted house, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, Hardy Boys, that's what we're doing today. But this is one of those crazy uh, times where they did a TV series where it wasn't one show. It was two shows in a TV series, which is just, it boggles my mind. When has that ever happened? Yeah. It's really like two, it was two, a Hardy... two pilots, isn't it? Because Nancy Drew's completely yeah. separate, really, this one. Nancy Drew. Jeez. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's got the same... Yeah, it's got the same intro, but it's the Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew uh, series. So the first episode is Hardy Boys, and then it skips, uh, and then they skip a week, and then they come back two weeks later. But in between, it's the Hardy Boys, and then the next week, it's Nancy Drew, and then the Hardy Boys comes back. Uh, How many times have you seen a TV series that does that, where they have two series in one? I I can't actually remember anything doing that. (laughs) I, I can... I can only think of one other, and uh, I think last time we were talking, I was trying to think of this, or I was talking to somebody else, <laughs> but uh, back in the 80s, I think it was about 89, they had a, a ABC mystery movie, I think a Monday night mystery movie, and it was four different shows. So every week, it was, it was uh, Gideon Oliver, it was Louis Goss Jr. mystery, and then it was B.L. Stryker, it was Burt Reynolds. Columbo and Kojak. So every week it would be a different one for two hours. Yeah. It was a, and and so they only did like about five episodes of each, but it was twenty episodes altogether. It's crazy. <laughs> I suppose that's how they uh, split the workload because uh, they certainly had to work, didn't they, in them days? Yeah. Because each episode was like a two-hour one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew mysteries. We did the Hardy Boys. Now it's time to do Nancy Drew. And the mystery of the Pirate's Cove. Indeed. And what a mystery. Yes, it is. I love these. They all sound very Scooby-Doo, the titles for these uh, episodes. (laughs) Indeed, they do. (laughs) (laughs) I I won't overuse the sound effects. Uh, Not much. Uh, (laughs) I was about to say, now now that I can hear your soundboard... (laughs) Yeah. All right. So where we are? Where we where we are? Where we're we at? at? A, we're at a party. <laughs> a groovy groovy party. <laughs> there's only two people dancing. It's very preppy. Very preppy <laughs> like <laughs> Maybe three, maybe three. One yeah. guy by himself yeah. with a drink. <laughs> but very preppy. Everybody is uh this is seventies. Everybody's in sort of like a, a little, almost like a dinner coat or a yes, uh, 
or something like that. They're very nice turned out. Yeah. yeah, it's a real nice house. It's a nice house uh, right near the beach, sort of on the cliffs a little bit, uh, looking out over the ocean. Swanky. And this is some rich kid's this place, isn't it? It's, a, it's his party. What's his name? His name is Brandon. Did you recognize Brandon? No, I, I, well, sort of, but I couldn't, I didn't pinpoint him exactly. He's not in it much, is he? <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, uh, that's what I love about watching old, old shows like this. That you'll, you'll spot actors before yes. they've really done much else. And there's and quite this a few in this. <laughs> Joe Penny. All right. Yeah, Mr. Joe Penny from the TV series uh, Riptide. I've never seen it. Not a single and episode. Jake and... <laughs> Jake and the Fat Man. I've seen Jake and the Fat Man. You know that one, right? Jake and the I Fat Man. I do know. That. I do know. That yeah, one. That's, that's him. He was. He was the Fat Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Nancy and uh, Brandon are dancing. Yes. And uh, Nancy's having a good time. She's laughing a lot. And Ned, looking on. Yeah, I've got are Ned's not people. happy. Ned's not happy with this dancing of shenanigans. Yeah, George and Ned, George being a female. George, George, George is, is like, well, you know, Ned, wait, I have you the perfect sound upset. effect. I have a per- George is actually a woman. You said it, it sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, George, uh, she's not, she's uh, she's sort of egging uh, Ned on. She's like, you know, go on. Go ask yeah. her to dance, you know. If you don't, uh, if you don't ask her, then somebody else is going to do it. And somebody is. <laughs> but exactly. Ned said, Ned said, oh, it's it's because it's, it's I work for her father, and he's out of town, and I've got to look after her. It's, it's so I can't really get involved, you know. <sighs> yeah. Besides, uh, you know, uh, she's not the type to fall for somebody like that. That's going to take her out on like a moonlight uh, drive and you know, in the. Uh, that's uh, right. And a boat. And then instantly she comes over and says, we're going out on the moonlight, <laughs> the moonlight drive. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, she turns your brains into a souffle and be done with it. George, you say something? Your mistake was to become friends. It's the wrong approach. She thinks of you as a big brother. If you want my advice, you should... You think I'm hung up on Nancy? I work for her father. With Mr. Drew out of town, I... I just feel responsible, that's all. Then why are your glasses all fogged up? Very funny. Go on the way you're going, and uh, somebody else will always be taking her for moonlit rides. Nancy's not interested in any moonlit rides. She's a very serious-minded girl. Brandon's going to show me his new ski boat. You guys want to come? Uh, ski boat, well, I, uh, it's too cold, I us a big moon with any luck we should be able to spot a few fine fish uh, well what about your guest brendan i mean it's your party we'll be back before we're missed uh, well i really don't think oh, I... we wouldn't miss it let's go yep so there so there they are in brandon's speedboat brandon man, brandon must be well off he's doing good he did say speedboat did he because i'm i thought he said ski boat and i thought what's a ski boat i've never heard of this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he might pull some skiers, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So they're uh, so now they're out in the water. Yes, uh, on their speedboat, and uh, Nancy, Nancy, always looking for uh, mysteries, notices something in the water. She has a bad feeling about this. <laughs> she she yep. says there's some there's yep. something wrong. 
out of nowhere, she says, there's something wrong. He says, stop the boat, uh, yeah. Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Brad and, uh, pulls to a stop. So there's yeah. a whole bunch of... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he notices that there's a whole bunch of uh, dead fish floating in the water. Yeah, they but were out just... there to see flying fish, you know. Yeah, but these aren't any type of fish, are they? They are the flying fish, and they're not flying. Exactly. Uh, as, and as... I notice that there's a yeah. whole bunch of dead ones around. And Ned points this out. He says, well, they're not flying because they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> they even bring one aboard and then they pull out the, the fin yeah. to show the wingspan of the fish. Yeah. So I was like, holy crap. Uh, they got they got props. They got yeah. real flying fish there. And George, George is, look, she's never seen one of these before. She says, what, do they really fly? Come on, you live there, woman. You live there. Have you not seen them fly? <laughs> You know, that's how it is sometimes. Or maybe she's you a landlubber. Yeah, yeah. She, she doesn't yeah. go out on the ocean much since she saw Jaws. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, but they they notice that there's a lot of dead fish around. There is, and uh, then they start heading over towards the uh, the lighthouse. Yeah, well, though, though, uh, that does point out the fish are limp. And Nancy says, that means they've not been dead oh. long. <laughs> yeah. Because you see, they're stiff. That's true. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, as you say, the, the lighthouse, they're going towards the whole lighthouse, I think, aren't they? And uh, yeah. and George says, oh, it's yeah. creepy. Let's not go there. And Nancy says, look, there's a light. And uh, there is oh. there's a light. Now, they decide not to yeah, go any yeah, further yeah, at the moment. They decide to go to turn back and they call the sheriff because they reckon there's trespassers, trespass, <gasps> trespassers or something. Vandals. Vandals, yes. like, There might be vandals. Yeah. Because, uh, you see, uh, uh, Nancy's dad, Carson Drew, he's actually uh, uh, taking care of the lighthouse for the owners. You know, he's trying to sell he it. Is. And uh, and that works for him. So they're, they're interested in it. Excuse me, the creeps is deserted. No, it's not. Of course it is. Has been for years. The father represents the land it's on. I handle the account. Well, how are you going to handle that? Somebody's in there. Hey, that's private property. Come on, let's go. Well, we can't land it. There's too many rocks. Well, head back to your house, Brandon. We'll call the sheriff. I think we got ourselves some vandals, gang. Yeah, let's charge... Make sure that there's no vandals. Yeah, Ned's in charge of the accounts, isn't he? So he, he knows no one should be there, so... Right. However, Ned is a little bit, uh, you know, he's kind of enjoying the fact that there's a problem because that means they can leave and then Nancy won't be around Brandon anymore. Uh, yes. And uh, yeah, so they, they put a call into the sheriff, don't they? And then they mm-hmm. drive up, I was going to say drive up to the lighthouse and they meet the sheriff there. Yep. And the sheriff says... And, uh, and the sheriff comes... Yeah, what's up with this this vandals nonsense? Yeah, <laughs> it reminded me of the Hardy Boys episodes when the the cops showed up and he's like, they're like, what's going on? The co- guys, cops, kids, cops never believe them, do they? He says, oh, that's a lot of paperwork. Oh. You know, I don't really want to. I suppose he he did show up though, you know. He says he says, look at the locked door. It's well, been locked ages, doesn't he? He says, no one could get in there. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, there's a padlock on the door that yeah. we could get in. And yeah, so he he's... looks around and he's like, look at this. 
Okay, there's there's no way anybody can get up this. It's a smooth walls. There's no windows broken. Nobody can get in there. Yeah. And uh, and Nancy's not sure. Is she? unless, She's not. <laughs> unless we're talking about, yeah. He's like, unless we're talking about we're ghosts, right? Yeah. Talking about ghosts, are ghosts. we? Yeah. And, uh, and and he says, look, look, look what it is. It's probably not a light. It's the moon reflecting off the glass. That's what made you think it was a light. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, and uh, Nancy says, no, we, we need to like, investigate this further. And he says, well, your dad's in charge of this property. So if you want to investigate, investigate it. But do it at a civilised hour. This lock ain't been off of here in years. We all saw the light. Oh, you did. Huh? That's right, Sheriff, we did. Let me show you something. You come with me. Now, I want you all to notice. This tower is built of brick and mortar. Does everybody see that? Yeah, we all Uh, see. Further, I want you to see. There is no place on that tower where anybody could climb up to those windows. Further, none of the windows seems to be busted. So, even if a body could fly, there'd be no way for him to get inside once he was up there. We all together so far? Yes, sir. I don't see any way that anybody could possibly have been inside that tower for the past five years to be fooling around with the light. Unless we happen to be talking about a ghost. (laughs) We're not talking about a ghost, are we? We saw a light. You saw a light up there, all right. The light was the moon reflecting off the glass windows. Well, maybe we could take the lock off, go inside and look around. You do what you like. Your father manages the property. But you wait until morning, okay? Okay. Thanks for coming out, Sheriff. My job. But I prefer to do it in civilized hours. Yeah, yeah he, they just got down to the party, and the sheriff showed up, and it's just barely starting to get light. So they must have woke that sheriff up at, like, 4.30 in the morning or something. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's not too impressed with the time in his morning. So I imagine he's like, no. That's why he was like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> oh, yeah, so, uh, they, 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 so they leave the lighthouse. Uh, yes. Ned is like, oh, we might, we might as well go home. Yeah. And, and so we're at River Heights, aren't we? I think that's the offices they're at. Do we go there next? Yeah. Yeah, I think we do. Yeah, that's where we're at. Because I noticed where, where Nancy's dad works, there's a shop next to it, and you couldn't read all of the sign. And the only bit of the sign oh. I got was Sex Smoke Shop. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was going to bring that up to you. I think it, uh, it's looking like it said Essex, and I was like, why would it say Ex- Essex? Essex Smoke uh, Shop. It's a New England state over there. So. Yeah. Yeah. So all you could yeah, see is Sex hilarious. Smoke Shop. I thought, oh, well, that's, that's something you. <laughs> <laughs> The 70s, you know, they were. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're at, uh, now we're at uh, Carson's, uh, her dad's office. Yes. Yeah. And and he's there and uh, Ned comes in. He's like, where's Nancy? And he says, oh, she's gone out to the lighthouse or, or something, uh, doesn't he? Yeah, she's got. She's yeah, gone he, out. he keeps starting something. He's like, oh, there's. You know, she might get into a mystery and stuff. He's like, what are you talking about, Ned? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
Uh, well, it's apparently she's an, a part-time investigator for her dad. So, you know, this is what she does. She investigates. Right. Oh, yeah. There there we go. We get get, get some good setup dialogue there. We do, uh, yes. Establishing who she is, really. Yeah. And isn't this... Because uh... he's like, uh, as soon as... I was going to say, as soon as, as she, he says, as soon as I hired her on as a part-time investigator for me, that's when my gray hair started. Yes. Yeah. So we get all the setup of what she is and where she's doing. And and uh, isn't this, is, is, doesn't right. he talk about who's going to look at, who's going to buy it? The professor. Professor Jack Wall. Yes. 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 He's, he's going to do research there. And it apparently it's old man Jensen's. <laughs> if that isn't the Scooby Doo oh, <laughs> again, that's how. Our... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is uh? What is the professor's name again? Because I keep wanting to say uh, his real name. The guy that plays professor is Monty Markham, and I just keep wanting to say Professor Markham. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's Jack Wall. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yes. Okay. So then we we cut to Nancy. So uh, a... yeah. Uh... Nancy well, not only that, we find out that uh, the yeah. professor. Before yeah. that, we find out the professor wants to buy the property because uh, Carson tells uh, him about Professor Markham. Uh, there I go again. <laughs> uh, about the professor, and that yes. he wanted to buy the lighthouse because he's uh, uh, doing research in psychic phenomena. Yes, paranormal. <gasps> yeah, and uh, and also that he's uh, uh very yeah. young. Yes, yes, about forty-four, I think. I guess that which is makes, quite young for a Yeah, professor. which makes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which makes Ned worried that uh, this young guy, this young professor, is going to be uh, catching Nancy's eye. So he's like, "I better get out there." Yeah, yeah, he's a bit jealous, isn't he? Ned again. Yeah, he is. So Nancy and George. So now we're at the lighthouse. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, they saw the lock off, don't they? <laughs> you think the dad would have some keys? Yeah, they're they're working on that. <laughs> yeah. You would have thought. You would have thought that she would have just got the keys. Yeah. Maybe Ned was uh like holding on to him because he's like, no, 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 we're not going to do nothing. But uh, George is sawing away at the uh, the padlock. So yeah. while she's doing that, Nancy goes walking around the property. She does have a little and, look around, doesn't she? Yeah. And she notices some uh, tire tracks That's that right. are le- going through the grass, leading all the way to the cliff's edge. So, well, I think it's finally Nancy who actually saws through the, the lock because George gives up a little bit. She says, oh, this will take ages. And, and Nancy no, comes George, in. Oh, George, George does Then Nancy runs up and that's the next oh. one. And, and, and sort of, so who wants to go first? Uh, uh, and, and that, of course, Nancy is the one who, who leads yeah. the way. Of course. And she, says, and she says, what we really need is a flashlight. And George goes, oh, is there one in the car? I'll go and get it. <laughs> <laughs> so in the end, Nancy is going to be the one uh, going up, looking in the lighthouse. But George is like, I'm going to go outside and look at those tire tracks. Yeah, she does for some reason. She goes in there. She doesn't want to go in. She doesn't even go to the car for the flashlight, does she? Yeah, she doesn't want to go. Then we see these strange feet (laughs) behind her. 
the mysterious feet. Yeah, she 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 walks to the end of the tire tracks and she's like at the cliff's edge. Yeah. And then you see these legs in the camera and they're walking towards her and that's when you get stalker vision yes. where you get the camera going towards her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it turns out it's Professor Jack Wall. And yeah. he, he wants to be the new owner. Yep. And like I said earlier, this is uh this guy's uh, Monty Markham. Yes. As you know, he's, 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 I'll he's, always he's, remember as. You, you, I'll let you say it. <laughs> uh, the seven million dollar man. He was indeed. <laughs> that's what I know him from. <laughs> exactly. That's, I think that's probably the first time I ever saw him was when I watched that episode. I think so. That's what that's I remembered him from first. Oh, he's the seven million dollar man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he, you better watch the, out. He's got anger issues. <laughs> yeah. It's Steve's rival, but then they team up to fight yeah. the enemy. <laughs> we get some and, slow motion in this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a bit shy. <laughs> so, meanwhile, um, Nancy is up in the top of the lighthouse now. She is, uh, and you know she can see uh, the professor and George down there, and there's a car coming. Uh, but she also notices that there's footprints in the dust. There is. Yes, Ned because, shows up. Yes. Yeah. Because nobody's been in there in like five years, so it's all dusty yeah. in there. And, and there's very noticeable footprints. And, and Nancy goes down to talk to the others, and right. and, and it's it's a, a question, do footprints leave ghosts? He goes, oh, I hope so, or something the press has said. Did, did, <laughs> do footprints leave ghosts? Isn't that the <laughs> other way around? <laughs> it, it depends where you come from. <laughs> yeah, you guys drive on the other side of the road. That's, that's right. <laughs> we have the ghosts. And we have the footprints first, then the ghosts. So, yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, so, so, uh, so they go up to the top of the lighthouse. You know, they, you know, they bring everybody up to the top of the lighthouse. Yes, yeah. And it's all clean. clean footprints are gone. They're yeah. gone. And she goes, "Oh, it must be a draft or something." It's like, well, it's really windy outside, but I don't feel anything. There's nothing inside. There's no, there's no windows open or anything. It's oh, suspicious. It is. Suspicious. It's a mystery at Pirate Cove. That's what it is. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Drew was looking out for my interest, weren't you? I'd be delighted. Where are they? Well, this old lighthouse for one, but you for another. Ned's told me about your concern for my property. Nancy, this is Professor Wall, the new owner. Jack Wall, how do you do? Did you know your lighthouse came with a ghost? I'd have demanded my money back if it hadn't. Nancy, ghosts are the professor's business. Parapsychology. Really? Are you interested? Fascinating. I'd say something now, Ned, or forever old to peace. Uh, look, it's uh, my responsibility to see that the lighthouse is in acceptable shape for you to sign off our trusteeship, Professor. So, uh, if you'd like to have a look around with me. I'd like to join you. There's a few things I'd like to point out to Professor Wall. Fine, I'd appreciate that. Nancy, I really think it best if you and George head back into town. We got a lot of ground to cover before dark. Ned, in case you've forgotten, I also work for my father. Oh, Professor, do ghosts leave footprints? Well, they've been known to break crystal, ring doorbell, set fires. I'm sure they could muster a few footprints. Why? Well, your ghost spent some time in the light tower, recently. Really? I've got the professor sets up some equipment. And he's he's going to spend the night there, 
and he invites Nancy and George and oh. I don't know Ned to spend the night with him if if they want to. Yeah, Ned doesn't want to have anything to do with that. No, and he doesn't want Nancy to have anything to do with that either. But Nancy is uh, intrigued. Yes. So uh, and, uh, Nancy and George are going to spend the night in the yes. lighthouse. Yeah, obviously, with... yeah, Nancy, Nancy has to talk to her father, and her father's not happy. You're spending a, a, a night with that rat-infested lighthouse, and Ned's like, well, that professor is a, I don't know, he's a rat, but uh, yeah, he's certainly interested in Nancy, <laughs> he's saying, isn't he? Oh. Exactly. But then the the father comes around. She's like, yeah, yeah. he comes around. He's like, yeah, yeah this might yeah. be fun. And and Nancy says, I won't be by myself. I'm, I'm, George is going with me. And George is quite surprised. She says, I'm doing what? <laughs> yeah, she, you, you are going. <laughs> yep. So uh, so it's going to be George and Nancy heading over to the lighthouse at night to yes. uh, ghost hunt with the professor. That's right. And right away. As they're showing up in the in the car, Nancy is already suspecting that it's not uh, that the professor is going to put on a show for him. Yes, that yeah, it's not going to be real. So, yeah, she's a bit onto him, isn't she? Yeah, right at the bat, I was like, oh, that's I don't know, that's a little quick, but so she shows up. They show up there and they're ready. They're ready to ghost hunt. Yeah. Uh, did they go to the professor's house first and uh, have a look through his books and stuff? No, and... no, I think they went. Oh, doggone it. Why do they we load, skip these things? They, they load up the van, don't they? And uh, there's a treasure book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 with all this yeah. stuff. So we're going to have we're gonna have to backtrack a little bit. Yeah. Before they went out to the lighthouse, it was daytime still, and they went over to uh, the uh, his motel room, I think it was. Yeah, it looked like it, didn't it? Yes. Uh, to, yeah. To, to load up all the professor, help the professor load up all of his equipment for ghost hunting into yes. a van, and that's when Nancy comes up with this book, and she's uh, she's interested in it. Yeah, it's a treasure, treasures of the old world or something, and the professor says, "Oh yeah. well, a student gave it to me three years ago. You know, it's, it it does include this coastline and the map of the lighthouse, and the and when the professor goes out to load up the van." Nancy says to George, she says, this this was only checked out a library a year ago. And it's late. <laughs> it's, it's due. Yeah. <laughs> Returned this by now. <laughs> so right off the bat, she's like, oh, the professor's lying to us. Yeah. So something's up. I don't believe him. I mean, he's an Adonis. I guess that's my way of saying I've changed my mind. I'm going to go to the lighthouse and spend the night with you and Professor Wall. I wonder what he's up to. George, have you ever heard any stories about that old lighthouse being haunted? No. Neither have I. I wonder where the professor's heard them. He's from clear across the country in California. That's a fair question. Excuse me for being nosy. I was wondering what our professor of parapsychology reads to put himself to sleep at night. Ghost stories. What else? (laughs) This book's Lost Treasures of the World. Yes. Well, a student of mine found this book in a small store in Carmel, California. He brought a chapter of it to my attention. A chapter on a haunted lighthouse. Our lighthouse? Let me show you something. I trace this map from the book. On this piece of paper. There. Now, watch what happens when I superimpose this. 
over this road map of the area. There. The coast! Right outside of River Heights. It matches the old map perfectly. Yes. Took me over three years to find this small spot on the coast. I think if I'd been a treasure hunter, I never would have found it. But since I'm constantly researching ghost legends, I ran across mention of an old lighthouse in this area. I've never heard of and, and, and that's when, at nighttime, they go to the, the lighthouse. They go, they now, now we're set up again. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, we're back there. We're back at the lighthouse, finally. And, of course, uh, there's a bit of thunder and lightning. Uh, do, would you like a sound effect of thunder and lightning? Go for I it. Could, I could do it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Well, don't forget that, uh, you know, they, they show up downstairs and uh, Professor Markham, he's got a, I, there I go again, Professor Markham. <laughs> the professor has got a, has got a nice little layout there with, uh, you know, yeah. cookies and. Uh, it's a proper brunch. And drinks and some. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 that's, it's how, a, that's how you ghost hunt. It's a banquet fit for a moon. He says, well, you know, we're going to be yeah. here a few hours, so we might as well. Eat well, you know. Yeah. He knows how to impress the ladies. Yep. So the professor says we've got uh, this entire lighthouse is rigged for sound. If anything happens here, we're going to know about it. That's it. Yeah. And then he says, uh, he tells about an old story, doesn't he? Uh, oh, no, that, that's later. That's uh, no, Sorry. I'm, I even, I'm skipping ahead now. Because then, of course, we get the sudden sound effects of a creepy, creepy footprint, mate. Not footprint. Oh, I'm obsessed with footprints. A a foot's making a noise across the... uh... (laughs) It's been like three hours, and they haven't heard anything, and he thinks it's going to be a bust. And then all of a sudden, the noises start. You hear these creepy footprints, and like some chain rattling, and somebody coming down the stairs towards them. Yes. And right uh, off the bat, Nancy was expecting something like this. Yeah. Then suddenly Nancy jumps up and she says this incantation to make the, the ghosts disappear. And suddenly they all stop. And uh, George is going, oh, what happened? What happened to the noises? And Nancy shows up. It was on the tape. She stopped the pr- pressing the play button. She stopped pressing the stop button. And there is the noises. Oh, it's a setup. Yeah, right off the bat, uh, the professor is all like, oh, boy. It's a bust. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna have to level these guys. Yeah, and this is where he says, Look, I'm a treasure hunter. He goes, I've got this treasure book, and the yeah. coastline fits exactly this coastline. And the treasure's buried here, and it's one of the old pirates had put some treasure there, and he'd left three king's guards to guard it and locked them up, or sealed them up in a, in a vault. And that's where the ghost story comes from. And Yeah. 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 So the problem was he, uh, you know, there, you know, there was a clause in the uh, contract yeah. that uh, he gets the property, but he doesn't get any of the mineral rights or anything below the property. That's right. And if the treasure is buried down there, then he would, he also wouldn't get any of that. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, so that's why he was being secretive at doing this. And that, and Nancy's worked this out. She said, "Oh, you won't get any of the oil rights or anything." He goes, "Well, I don't want the oil rights. I just want the treasure rights." We've already been here for over three hours, and we haven't had so much as a peep out of these machines. I'm afraid to say it looks as though this evening might turn into a bust. Oh, 
Show's over. Oh. Well, I suppose you want me to uh, pack it all up and tell your father the deal's off. I'm not sure he wants to cancel it. Oh, cancel what? What's going on? My guess is the professor is hunting for treasure, and he didn't want anybody to know about it. Why not? It's his property. Yes, but it's not final. Your young friend Ned decided to get fancy when he was drawing up the sale papers in her father's absence. He threw in a clause excluding all rights under the ground. Offshore oil rights are a big issue on this coast. Nancy, I don't care about oil rights. Your father can keep them for the previous owner. I'm only interested in the treasure. If, if it even exists. I think we'd better go talk to my father. And she said, and he says, well, I better go and talk to your father tomorrow. Carson, they talked to him that night, actually, because he's standing there in his robe. <laughs> oh, well, that's very true. He is, isn't but, he? Uh, he's still in his robe, yeah. I am already in my pajamas, he says. Uh. <laughs> and he's like, uh, you know, uh, I, I'll surprise you, uh, Professor. I'll still sell you the property. Yes. But at twice the uh, original price. Yes, it is. It's double the price. It goes, and 10% of whatever you find will go to old man Jensen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and the preface says, oh, well, what choice have a girl? He goes, well, I suppose if I'd been all this with you in the first place, you would have given me the, all the rights. He goes, yes, I would have done. He goes, well, I've got no choice now. I've got to accept your offer. Because he yeah. still wants to make the sale, doesn't he? So, yeah. So he accepts his offer and leaves. Oh, he does. As, as the professor leaves, and uh, Nancy goes, well, that's a bold move or something. And he goes, well, old man Jensen did say, if, if you're in the treasure business, it's best to sell the, sh the shovels and the picks. <laughs> that's the only that's what, sure way to get rich. That's the only way to make money out of this. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mr. Jensen was telling, uh, old man Jensen was like, uh, told Carson to, uh, to uh, make the strongest deal he could without breaking the, the sale. Yes. So, luckily, <laughs> the professor accepted. So, <laughs> Uh, old man Jensen's gonna do pretty good from this. He is, yeah, very well. Yeah, double the price <laughs> and ten percent of all treasure found. Horns of a dilemma, Professor. <clears throat> if I walk away from your purchase, I'll be voiding a sale my client wants very badly. He and his wife are getting pretty old, and they might like to make a last trip back to Ireland. Well, my offer still stands, Mr. Drew. I'd be willing to sign over any. On the other hand. If there really is a handsome treasure someplace on that property, then as things now stand, they're entitled to it. In my defense, sir, the treasure has been given up for loss for almost 200 years. It's hardly a sure thing. I'm taking a very expensive gamble as it is. I'm going to surprise you, Professor. I'll make you a deal. 
I'll sell you the property, including all mineral rights and all bounties below the surface. You're a fair man, Mr. Drew. For double the original price. Double? And my client gets 10% of anything you find. 10%? Take it or leave it. I don't think I have much choice. Oh, yeah. You can walk away from River Heights and our lighthouse. I have a feeling if I'd been up front with you when I first got here, you'd have sold it to me for the original price, including all rights. That's correct. Uh, and she says, and she's, uh, Nancy's still thinking, well, it doesn't really explain the footprints or anything, you know, and, and I think George, George yeah, is sure. off to, to New York, to the New York Library, isn't she? And Nancy says, can you look sake up for me? And, and that's... That's that bit. <laughs> then, then, uh, yeah, Na- yeah. <laughs> Nancy wants to be on there when he finds the treasure. She's all interested in, you know, this. Uh, yes, yeah, it's where Nancy and Ned look for a uh, walking along the coast, looking for another entrance. Yeah, the Nancy, yeah, because uh, they they haven't heard talk or they haven't they've been in that area, you know, all their yeah. lives, and they've been walking along that beach under the cliffs. And they've never seen a cave. Yes, so. Nancy is down there with Ned, looking for a cave entrance. Yes. And they find one. <laughs> Lo and behold, there's yeah. a cave entrance. But yeah. it looks like uh, Nancy figures out that it was recently blown open. Yes, and that explains all the dead fish. Yeah, Ned, Ned was like, oh, no, you know, people would hear that from miles away. And he was like, oh, this is low tide. Once yeah. the water comes up, underwater explosion, they wouldn't hear that's yes. why all the fish are dead. That's right. Yeah. Ah, the, the clues are fitting together. They are, are indeed. Is it's to t- go into the caves. Now, it's, it's going to be high tide soon, but yes. they're going to go into the cave anyways. Apparently, yes. Uh, without knowing if there's an uh, entrance to the lighthouse or not. They just right, figure, they're going to check it out. Yeah. Because as they're walking along, the water's getting sort of deep here, and the floor's wet, and she goes, oh, it's really wet up here. <laughs> but we're higher than the sea level. Yeah, they're they're like uh, yeah, we're walking upwards and we're starting yeah. to get wet. Yeah. So and that's when they figure out that the, the tide has actually come in. Yes, it is. And uh, they decide they decided they should turn back. Yes. And as they're going back, they get to the point where they're you know waist high in water. They are. He's like yeah, we're gonna have uh, uh you know we're gonna have to go the other way. Our choice yeah. has been made for us, so they're gonna keep going. They're gonna to have to push on. Yes, yes. Because um, yep. obviously we forget there's there's a bit where they go through a wooden door, uh, and there's a skeleton. Yeah, there's on a the wooden wall. door there. They, yeah, they break through, and there's a skeleton, and uh, Nancy screams, ah! yeah. <laughs> and uh, and they and they go by that, and uh, then eventually, you know, they're they're still in water. It's a little bit yeah. lower now because they're going in. Yes, they're uh, up. In and up. Yeah. But and then they come to another door. Which is a metal door. Uh, yeah. It's solid. like a submarine. You know, it is, isn't it? That's what it reminded me of, yeah. And they can't get in. That's Meanwhile, right. the water is rising. Yes, sir. And the professor is inside the lighthouse and he comes down a trap door to the same metal door there behind, but he doesn't open it. Oh. Uh, yeah, can he, hear him. He, he come- 
Yeah, he came down there, and he gets yeah. to the point where he's at that metal door, and he can hear them clanging on the other side of it. And then he suspiciously sort of like steps aside. He just listens to them. That's right, yeah. And then uh, Nancy spots this. There's a bit up above the door, and she she gets up. On, Ned helps to give her a lift up, and she gets up there, doesn't she? Yeah, there's like a, a draft coming from up, yeah, up top, yeah. and, she, and she you know, pushes something away, and there's a hole up there, and she climbs yeah. up inside. Yes. And she goes, oh, found it. I found the treasure. <laughs> yeah, you won't believe what I found up here. Yeah. It's a big treasure box. Or, yeah. And meanwhile, the, the water is up to Ned's head, and the professor decides to open up the door. And that's the, that, that's the time. And a huge gush of water and Ned <laughs> yeah. into the room. It is, and that flies through, but, you know, they've got the treasure. Uh, that's the case. All wrapped up, then. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the professor's looking at the, the treasure, and uh, and he's going through the coins, and he's like, he's all happy, and he's like, I'm rich. I'm, I'm rich. rich. Oh, but, but old man Jensen's going to get this... 10%. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and this is where we see old man Jensen. We finally meet him. Uh, and he, he looks yeah. at the, the coins and says, oh, yeah, these are the blooms. I recognize him from when I was a kid. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I thought I recognized you, old man Jensen. <laughs> and, and he's from the uh, program Soap, where he played the, the dad, didn't he? Uh, of the army, the army one who's sort of like. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I, I saw his face and I. I, I recognized him to the point where I, I, I've seen this guy before, but I didn't put anything together. I didn't look him up or anything, but uh, yes, that's him. Oh, Arthur Peterson. Yeah. And he looked old then. That <laughs> old being in soap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he specialized in being old man something. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and this, and, and, uh, Nancy's dad says to professor, well, looks like you're rich as well. That's got to be a, a good 2 million for you. No clear profit there. No. Even with the ten percent off, no, you've still got two million. Yeah, they figured it was about. Yeah, they figured. Yeah, yeah, two million. They figured about two million, so he's going to get like two hundred thousand dollars. Yes, and uh, he's all happy about that. Yeah, he can go to Ireland ten times over. You know? Yay! <laughs> or, or, or spend one one night in an island Irish pub. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's about equivalent. <laughs> They are the real thing. <laughs> Doubloons! Pieces of eight. <laughs> I think if it hadn't been for Nancy, I never would have found it. Well, it was Ned's shoulders that made it possible. True, true. I'd say everybody came out pretty well. You know, if your estimate is correct, Professor, you're going to net $2 million from that fine. <sighs> and that will entitle you to $200,000, Mr. Jensen. Sure, and that's a lot more than I figured I'd ever see. <laughs> Why? That'll buy me and the missus our trip to Ireland a thousand times over. <laughs> yes, it will. Well, uh, we have some papers to sign. Why don't you come on over to the desk? Oh, thank you. Ned? Well, it looks like the perfect ending. And then we get this interesting shot where it's a, a side shot of the professor and uh, Nancy's in the background and she, like, looks back at the professor sort of suspiciously. And she then does. the professor looks at her and then she fakes a kind of a, a laughy smile and then yes. walks away. Yes. But the professor caught a glint of it and he you can see the worry. He's like, something's up. Yeah, this isn't as quite clear sailing as I thought. 
Yeah, Nancy's now, still suspicious of something. Yeah. Now, now George comes back from uh, New York, doesn't she? Yes. And she's she's found another copy of the book that the uh, professor had, and she mm-hmm. says, "I took a I took a photocopy of the the map, and it doesn't match up at all. It's nothing to do with our coastline. It's nothing about it." And she says, "Ah, oh, Nancy's worked it out now." She's, oh, I think I know what, what this mystery is about. And she's off. Back to the lighthouse, isn't she? Yep. Yeah. Uh, getting his equipment, his uh, his ghost equipment, out of the lighthouse, and he's loading yeah. up the van. Yeah. Is that on um, my end or your end? That's your end. I think he's outside, the professor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his truck just went by. <laughs> And uh, Nancy, and Nancy says, uh, "I'm not sure if this is when she confronts him." She says, "I reckon that treasure was put there specifically, you know, for you to find." Oh, yeah. They 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 go inside the lighthouse. Yeah. And he's like, he says something like, he talks to the ghost, and she's like, he's like, "Ah, oh, she's a brave lass to be yeah. in here," and he she's like, uh, "I don't believe you're dangerous." Yeah, you're devious and devious. smart. You're devious and smart. Yeah. She says to him. And that's and when then she, she starts spelling yeah. it out for him. She's like, she I says, think you I think you came upon yeah. two million dollars somehow. Yes. And he was like, Why would I why would I uh get two million dollars and then you know, hide it in here and then find it? And he's like, Baby, because uh you uh, were hiding it from somebody. Like you didn't want yes. to report it. And to, you couldn't like, spend it. Or, yeah, uh, you, you couldn't spend yeah. it or leave the country without it being noticed. So, so, so you, yeah. you you made up this scheme to find the treasure, and then you could declare it. It doesn't matter if you lost ten percent of it; you'll still get to keep the rest of the money. You know, it's all there <laughs> for you to spend exactly. anyway, because you've got a legitimate bill of sight. Uh, I don't know what they call it—a right or something—to this find. And that's when he's like, uh, uh, "Who knows you're out here?" Yeah, uh, that's and your goes, first suspicious, uh, yes, suspicious words when you hear that from somebody. Yeah, and she has everybody, everybody knows her here, and he says, "Who have you told about this?" Oh, everybody, and he goes, "Oh, I don't think you have, because <laughs> they wouldn't have let you come out here come then up alone." Yeah. Ah, do you see this ghost? She's a brave lass. I've never thought of you as particularly dangerous. But you are devious. And smart. Now what are you talking about? Well, you rewrote history and put your own chapter into that textbook. That was to give credibility for us finding the treasure. But Nancy, we did find the treasure. We found a treasure. But I think you planted it there. Oh, I see. I bought this old lighthouse, lugged in $2 million in gold, just so I could give away a $200,000 reward. That's right. Because you wanted to be able to spend the money. All income has to be reported to the government. That means you have to report where all the money came from. Gangsters go to all sorts of trouble to put crooked money into their legitimate bank accounts. Come on, Nancy. Do I look like a gangster? Doesn't mean you couldn't be dishonest. I already guess. I'd say you somehow got your hands on two million dollars you couldn't explain. Explain to whom? The Internal Revenue Service? 
your friends, maybe even the police. Uh, and now and they so that she goes yeah, running out. And yeah, and he calls, follows her to the cliff edge. And she says, you don't have to do this. You get life in prison for murder. He goes, He's like, you, you also get life for, uh, uh, oh, what is it? Uh, Hi- hijacking. Hijack- yeah, hijacking a plane. He hijacked a plane and got this $2 million. And he parachuted and- out and landed in a, a, a jungle somewhere and broke both his legs and had to crawl uh, in a cave and heal himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he mended himself in a cave and everything. Yeah. He's gone through... He's gone through a lot of trouble yeah. to get this treasure. And then, uh, and, and he couldn't, for some reason, the police, they got on to him, but they yes. couldn't prove anything. So yeah. he was like, I was being watched. I couldn't even spend the money. Yeah. So it took me three years to, to, to come up with this plan. Yeah. It makes me feel sorry for the professor a little bit. It does, yeah. God, oh, he put some work into this one. <laughs> yeah, because he seemed like a nice guy the whole time, a little dishonest, but he was—he was—he didn't want to let on what he was doing. But, uh, you know, if if he just if he came forward and was like, "Yeah, you're right, Nancy," and uh, kind of gave himself up, everybody would feel really sorry for him. Yes. So I think he had to do this little thing where. You know, yeah. for us to be like okay with him being caught. Yeah, yeah. but then it suddenly the thing where he's gonna start threatening Nancy. There's men on the uh, by the lighthouse, isn't there? The three of them. They say, "Hold yeah. it there, Professor. We've got you covered." They don't introduce themselves, but I'm guessing they're the FBI. Oh, that would be it. Now, there's something that we've left out. Oh, is there? At least maybe three times during this episode, there'll be an image from inside oh, the lighthouse. Very true. There was just see, yeah. You'll just old, see a figure. I know it's for like it, an old sailor or and something. Wearing like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's wearing like a pea coat and a and yeah. a beady cap and looks like it might be an old sailor. And there's an instance where they drove away and you notice that somebody's looking out yes. of that tower. Yeah. Uh, the lighthouse. But uh yeah, the three cops show up and they're like, Hold it, we gotcha and she's like, yeah. oh, It was you in the tower. They go, oh, yeah, yes, it was us all along. <laughs> I've been on to this guy for three oh, years. You know what? I also... Yeah. We also didn't uh, discuss the fact that because that hole that hole was in the cave, or the cave opening was open now, there was a strong through draft through the cave all the way oh, up yes. into... The lighthouse. Yeah. That's why the, the footprints lighthouse. blew away. Yeah. It all makes sense now. It does. <laughs> it all, all fits together. Nancy, I didn't want any of this, but they were watching. Nancy, I got away with two million dollars. Parachuted into a forest, broke both my legs. Sat alone in a cave and mended myself back into shape. Then when I came out, I couldn't spend a dime. Nothing. They were watching me. I don't know how, but they suspected something. They just couldn't prove it. But I still couldn't spend a dime. It's taken me three years to pull this off. I'm sorry, Nancy. I'm sorry you left me no other choice. Hold it right there, Professor! But they, they, they say, I'll take him away and book him. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yep. I don't read him his rights. I think they're just going to throw him off the cliff. Just take it. Yeah, yeah just so, take him away. Save, save, the, save the paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then everyone's there, and it Nancy's dad and Ned and. <laughs> yep. And uh, then we get to the end where uh, they always convene at the end. It was just like in the Hardy Boys, right at the end. They all yes. show up at the house for tea yes. Uh, yes. or coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're back at uh, Nancy's house, and yes. Ned and George are there. And uh, 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 can you remember his name? Ned is trying to explain uh, yes. what happened and why. Okay. It says, of course, I knew. I knew this, there's something wrong with this all along. And, right. <laughs> and then Nancy goes into detail. Uh, well, well, where did you get the doubloons? And she says, well, he posed as a, a coin salesman and mm-hmm. uh, been, uh, set up a number of post office accounts to get all these coins in that he, he yeah, was so buying. He could, yeah, he spent this $2 million buying coins uh, yeah. in another country to get all these doubloons so that he could then find the doubloons and then claim that money, uh, legally. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sort of. And, uh, and that's when Ned was like, Oh, okay, great. Uh, I, I give up. How did you find that out, Nancy? <laughs> and then Nancy's like, I took this ancient coin out of this, uh, box here and I bought a newspaper and I read it, the, the, his confession in the newspaper. <laughs> And we all have a big laugh, and that's and that's where the episode ends. We sure did. And tell me, Ned, how did the professor convert his two million dollars into old coins? Uh, well, he became a coin dealer, right, Ned? Yeah, that's right, a coin dealer. He placed mail order ads in European newspapers all over, buying pieces of eight doubloons, whatever fit the bill. They were purchased through a post office box. It took him three years to accumulate a trunk full, right, Ned? Yeah, that's right. I give up. How did you figure that one out, Nancy? Elementary, my dear Ned. First, I removed a small coin from this old antique to buy the morning paper. And I read the professor's full confession. <laughs> ah, that was, so how, that was the how mystery well of the cover country. that? I... Uh... Yeah, uh, it's really good. <laughs> Some of it was definitely right. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have any. I didn't take any notes. Um, so I think I remembered it pretty well. You had notes. Yes, I had notes, but they, they were written last week. You know, when so, someone was supposed to be when someone was supposed to do it. it. I don't know. <laughs> but that, that's all right. <laughs> I, I don't so, hold grudges. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Pamela, what is her name? I keep wanting to say. I keep wanting to say her name. It's Martin. Uh, Pamela Martin. Yeah. Sue. Is it or Sue Martin? I can't, it's all them words in some order. Twenty-six years old. Yeah. Uh, they had. They did three seasons of Nancy Drew. Possibly yes. three seasons of yeah of both the shows. Yes. And uh, the last season did not have Pamela Sue Martin. They brought in another girl oh, to play Nancy. Oh. And uh, that's th- because... Uh, I don't ahead. think there was as many episodes as well in the third season. I think it was a short season as well. Yeah, probably. Probably because they, uh, Pamela left and they were like, ah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we should stop this. But... Uh, yeah, she. Uh, I think she said that uh, 
the the role wasn't as strong as it had started out and uh it, you know she wanted to leave but also at the time uh she they they didn't mind letting her go because i think she had posed in a magazine oh dear yes yes i haven't looked up the uh the magazine yeah i'll just write that it. down and say you take that knowledge <laughs> for later <laughs> and uh so they were like oh no oh yeah go ahead you can leave if you want to that's fine it's, it's, <laughs> it's a, a family show <laughs> yeah uh, and then uh so then she was on after that she was on dynasty and that's where i that's the only right. two things i ever remembered her from was from uh nancy drew and then dynasty ah <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty. It weren't uh, Parker Stevens who'd been in the uh, the magazine. Uh, I'll look that one up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I've got, I've got. See, uh, the the person who played Ned also played George. (laughs) Was his real name was George? Was it O'Hanan? Who? Ulanen, I can't, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> it's definitely got a H in it, and of course you recognise him from uh, Star Trek: <laughs> The Next Generation. One episode he did, season four, episode eight, Future Imperfect. <laughs> I know the name. I remember yeah. the name of that episode, but yeah. I certainly don't remember George O'Hanlon. <laughs> he was the transporter chief. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't uh, recognise him either. I just looked up his credits. <laughs> That's the one where Riker goes down to the planet. Then when he, when the way he comes to, everyone's older. It's been like twenty-five years, and he's lost his memory. <laughs> there's so many. Ep- you know, it's crazy. There's so many episodes of that show that I remember some of the names of the titles. Yeah, but. And I know I've seen that one, but I, I, if I watched it, I'd be like, oh, okay, now I remember this. Episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you don't need to see about 30 seconds of it. You think, I know this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, and uh, I like George. Yes, or George, or George. <laughs> yeah. Which one do you mean the... Uh... She's a... She's a... Oh, she's a... I wonder if uh, they got mixed up. You know, his, yeah, yeah, his name yeah. really being George, and yeah, it's being fictional, George. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh! The dogs barking. <laughs> that means Tina might be home. Oh, uh, I thought the professor's turned up. <laughs> he wants his the uh, blooms. Yeah. Now I really <laughs> like uh, uh, Nancy's dad. Uh, Nancy's yes. dad is played by William Shallard. Yes. And uh, I bet you, without even looking, I bet you that he's probably been on a Star Trek episode someplace. Probably. Because he's been in like 300 and something credits. And, uh, what was he, he died at 93 in 2016, and he was working you know, pretty much up until then. Uh, well, he's it, got to have done an episode of Murder, She Wrote, hasn't he? He's got to have been in at least one. <laughs> I love, I find that fascinating when you'll have an actor like William and you'll look through the IMDb and he's been in everything, at least yeah. one episode of everything. 
And you'd be so, like, you were in that episode of this. And he was like, yeah, that was like, I did that for like two days. I don't even remember it. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't remember it, would he, at all? It, it just, yeah, just, that was uh, pay- 50 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, uh, yeah, he was a wonderful character actor. I'm going to have to talk about him on uh, I Hit oh, the Breaks. I like him. Right, okay, you're sort of right. He wasn't in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, but he was in an episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. <laughs> of course he was one episode one episode <laughs> that's one episode William they called him <laughs> it was episode uh, it was Sanctuary and that was season 2 Sanctuary <laughs> oh very good yeah I like him anytime I've ever seen him he's a good solid actor very good yes uh, you know I'm not seeing any murder she wrote it's a uh... But I'll, wait, wait, I haven't gone far back enough because <laughs> he's done a lot of work. Quantum Leap, you know, he was in oh, the yeah. episode of that. Uh, yeah. Midnight Caller. If you want to see, he's, he's one of those guys you should study because if you want to play like the Six Degrees of like Kevin Bacon or something like that, yeah, he would you, be can, uh, you can use somebody like William Shallard. Yes. Or, uh, or, or Murder She Wrote. Six Degrees of Murder She Wrote. <laughs> It would be. <laughs> that would be a whole or, show all its oh, own. Oh, there you go. Or, or like the Six Degrees of the Love Boat, because everybody was on those shows. Uh, it was in Twilight Zone, the movie. <laughs> oh, yes. He played the dad, didn't he, of the uh, weird kid. Well, not a real yeah, dad. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to talk about William with uh, yeah. my buddy Bill. I, th- I think, uh, judging by his list, his, his credits, you could do a whole episode just on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm disappointed. No murder she wrote, though. He, he wasn't. That's never. Hmm. Uh, Very surprising. Maybe, maybe he went uncredited. <laughs> he played Jessica Fletcher for one episode <laughs> when she was ill. <laughs> Very interesting. Well, there you go. That's. Uh... That's Nancy Drew from the 70s. Yes. Now, now, did you enjoy this more than the Hardy Boys episode? Or, no? if, you, if you had to score this you out of 10. What? what did I score uh, Hardy Boys? Oh, God knows. I've thrown that, <laughs> thrown that paperwork away. <laughs> I probably scored Hardy Boys a 7. I think, it my, was, I, th- I think it was a 7, yeah. But my nostalgia is a 10. Um, <laughs> Nancy Drew, I think it's a better mystery the way they it do is it. A, it is a better mystery. So right. I'm going to go. Oh, you know, I'm going to. The, the low end would be eight. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go eight and a half. I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, an 8.5. Oh, well, I'm going to go eight because uh, it was a good mystery. I enjoyed it. It was. It, it, it had a twists and turns and yeah, it's all right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's interesting is uh, the Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew show you get crossover episodes where you'll get nancy and the hardy boys together all right yeah it's like the avengers assemble yeah i just say it's, it's kind of like uh the uh the bionic man and the bionic woman, bionic woman. they'll have crossover episodes until they change networks oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, i still yep. still feel it <laughs> now the only thing i think this episode would have had better is if it if howard kill would have been in it uh, <laughs> why, why Howard Keel? 
Because he would he'd go to Nancy Drew and say, hey, look, these, these Hardy boys owe me for the burgers and coke. Because <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh. oh, they, they, they never did settle up, as far as I know. <laughs> uh, Howard Keel was still trying to keep it quiet because he doesn't want to scare anybody. Yeah. And maybe the government paid, you know, to, to keep it quiet. Hush, hush. Uh, poor Professor, I think Professor Markham. <laughs> poor, poor <laughs> Professor. You know, he, he broke both of his legs in an accident, and then, or in the accident, in the parachute uh, landing, and then but crawled he, into a cave and mended his own legs. I, I reckon he must have got some help from Rudy Wells. He says, Can you do anything <laughs> with these legs? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, We can rebuild them. We have the technology. <laughs> How much yeah. money have you got? He goes, two million. He goes, oh, that's not enough. Yeah, not, enough. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> we, can ju- we'll, we can just fix your broken legs. That's it. So there's not going to be any slow motion stuff. Yeah. It's like, all right. We but, can do uh, it out of wood. <laughs> and then he had spent three years devising this just to get this money. Yeah. Just to get Nancy. <laughs> and he would have got away with it if it weren't for that damn kid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Now the cops were still on to him. They're like, we just don't know how he's going to do it, and he, and they probably still yeah. would have had a hard time uh, yes. proving it. Yeah, I think so. So again, I, I, I this is a, a interesting episode for me because I, I, I feel bad for the bad guy. Yeah. And do you think this is sort of based on that? Because it was a famous hijacker, weren't he? Who hijacked a plane, then parachuted yeah, D- out. Yeah, D.B. Cooper. Yes, that's it, yes. I remember watching the, the movie about D.B. Cooper a long time ago when I was uh, a little moose, and uh, it starred Treat Williams. Ah. That, was, that, was pretty, that was a pretty good show. It could have starred Monty, couldn't it? Uh, that would have made it better. <laughs> Monty Markham. I love his name. Yeah. But yes, so I think that was sort of hinting towards that, wasn't it? Because, you know, I think he got away with two million as well, didn't he? Well, did he get away? We don't know. They think he probably died, didn't they? Yeah. There has been numerous... Uh, <laughs> theories about it and uh documentaries lots of documentaries about db cooper and uh and uh it's almost like the jack the ripper thing where they're always coming up with new things yeah because there's no definite answer so there are a couple people that are absolutely sure what happened yeah but i can't remember because there's so many different ones (laughs) which one seems the most likely yeah 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 uh we'll, we'll put that in the show notes Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's always, there's always mysteries like a, you know, um, thinking like Amelia Earhart. You're thinking, oh, that sounds plausible. That's probably the right one. Then you're watching another one. You're thinking, now that sounds plausible. That's more. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, that's more likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just goes on and on. Yeah. But they're fascinating to watch. Uh, they are. It does, does. When they're trying to piece together all these bits and pieces and trying to make a real work. Yeah. So we've covered Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. We have. Uh, all done. Uh, uh, they're both mysteries. So where do we go from here? Oh, uh, we think we need some more mysteries. <laughs> Maybe some yes. sheer luck 
Mysteries. Ah. <laughs> yes, indeed. There are a couple interesting Sherlock possibilities. There are indeed. Now, uh, you should feel right at home because that's very English. It is. And I've read all the, of the stories, all of them. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, indeed. And, and of course, what I'm instantly thinking about is Sherlock in the 21st century, uh, the animated series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, was, I was watching something on YouTube. I, 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 I couldn't be, I couldn't stand to, to watch that uh, when it came out. And then uh, something popped up on YouTube uh, about a month ago, and I was like, "Oh, this sounds interesting." And I clicked on it, and it was that. And I was like, "Ah, oh, God. Uh, something about the show, the way they did it. I just, I just didn't." I didn't like yeah. it. Yeah, Sherlock's never going to go, is it? It's, it's, it's always going to be with us in some form. They always try to bring right. it back as well. I was just going to bring up some Sherlock facts now, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Save so, that for save the Sherlock that. episode. You need to save that. And by the time we get to it, Guy Ritchie might have made the third one. <laughs> <laughs> There's been talk for years. I don't think I it's going to happen, but no. you never can tell. One day we'll turn around. Brian, guess what? <laughs> it's like the They're six million. It. It's like the six million dollar man movie. Oh, it's, it's coming. It's going to be here. It's going to be played by him, him, him. Oh, then it goes disappears. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we're going to update it. It's going to be the six billion dollar man. Yeah. Mark, and I'm like, no, no. It's going to be. It's going to be a comedy. If it what? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm like, just, just, just put it in the, just put it in the sixties or seventies. Put it in the seventies. Yes. Make it make it like period and have it still be the six million dollar man. Yeah. That would it, make me so incredibly happy. Yes. But that's not gonna happen. No, because it costs too much, I suppose. But then with the men from Uncle, they they put that in the sixties, didn't they? And I thought, oh well, that's that's quite brave of them when they made the mm. movie of that. There you go. Yeah, it can be done with the right budget. <laughs> Well, I, when you go over to England, you can England or other places in Europe, you can film things, and because of the architecture still being around, yeah. it can look like, uh, you know, older yes. older decades or you know eons, <laughs> yeah. older you know older times. Just, just take down the satellite dishes. Uh, you're there. Yeah. <laughs> but here in America, it's not as easy. Everything keeps changing and updating, and you're like, that's 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 not seventies. Can't they just go to Vancouver? There you, go. <laughs> yeah. there you go. That doesn't change, does it? That's that stayed in no. the sixties. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. There's a time where they used to have all these incredible sets and sound yeah. stages and, and and streets like in Universal Studios where they could film all these things. Yes, yeah. And that, that features in many episodes of Clubbo. <laughs> as I remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to, there you go. See, you're sparking my my, my brain like I, I need to do an episode on uh, familiar places uh, from TV shows like this is the uh, this is the street from leave at the beaver and then this other show film there and this other show film there and here's the the corner from back to the future <laughs> yeah. I always like it when they could get one building that's the same all the rest have changed but they can you can sort of anchor it to one point oh this building is still the same but everything else changed <laughs> right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, there we go. Another one in the can. That's it, yeah. And uh, 
I'm not sure what Sherlock would be looking at. Uh, <laughs> I have a personal favourite. What about you and Kevin? What are you guys doing next? We're doing micro cops next. Oh, oh. never <laughs> even heard of it. <laughs> it, it, it. It lasted for, for for one episode, one pilot episode. But, That's why I've never heard of it. But it has a great bit of twirling in it, and I, I can't resist a bit of twirling. So, <laughs> from a female character, she twirls around and changes her dress. It, it's got me hooked just from that bit. Sounds like you're talking Wonder Woman to me. That, yeah, it's, it's it's after Wonder Woman, but it's slightly better twirling than Wonder Woman, in my opinion. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look this up now. <laughs> just watch one scene. Because <laughs> the rest of it is rubbish. <laughs> I mean, the rest of it, rest of it, rest of it's probably entertaining. Uh, <laughs> Don't give that away. Don't give that away.